Welcome to Chewing the Bat, the sports podcast that brings you the latest and greatest from the world of sports. Join hosts Jack, Gus Bus, and producer Frey as they tackle the hot topics and break down the big games. Whether you're a diehard fan or just a casual observer, grab a cold drink, sit back, relax, and get ready to chew the fat with Chewing the Bat. Gus Bus was ripping into a bowl of pasta and cheese before, so it got me thinking. Top three pastas. Shapes. <laughs> like, formats. Well, we, can, we can change it Spaghetti. to... Spaghetti. <laughs> Fettuccine, number two. Ooh. Tortellini. Interesting. That's the can feeling, I, right? What about does gnocchi count? I, I wasn't going shapes. <laughs> shapes. I, I really like an orichette. Just because it holds so much sauce. A what? Orecchette. What's an orecchette? It's the one that looks like ears. Not the butterflies. No, no, no. That's bow tie. Wagon wheels? <laughs> no, I was going for top three pastas. Just pasta dishes. Oh. Spaghetti bolognese. Yeah. Carbonara. And pesto. Yeah, I would go pesto. Um, easy done. <laughs> Come on. Does he need to Google pastas or... No, I was trying to Google. I was trying to spell what I was afraid to say. Oh, I was close. What was the shape of the pasta? Ears. Yes, I know. Yeah, I like this one too. Ear shape. Oh, you only, they you also... only get it in fancy places. Yeah, because oh, they sometimes, depending on how you scoop it or go at it, sometimes it holds the it's sauce like in it, like yeah. a little yeah. mini bowl. Yeah. It's like a mini bowl of goodness. Mm. Yeah. It's like when you put it on sunscreen. It's a great shaped pasta. And um, you get it like in your ear and you're like trying to get it out from all the little lips. <laughs> you know? Glad that we're filming this one. Um, shall we talk about some sport? Mm, if you want yes. to. Well, we'll discuss and we probably won't go through a full Australian Open run from top to tail. No, we won't. <laughs> it's been too long. It's been too long. too lazy. But I think uh, it's worth a shout to talk about a couple of the Americans. One in particular. Ben Shelton. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> and, and Tommy Paul. Ben Shelton first, though, because before he came into the Australian Open, I think he was the first top 100 player, or he was top 100 ranked player without having to leave his, his home, home country. country of America. I don't think we've ever seen that before. They have a lot of tournaments mm-hmm. there. They have heaps of tournaments. Top 100's pretty difficult. There's a lot of players that, especially Europeans and that, but you can just grind 25s. 25k tournaments for the year take a couple out or a lot of couple out and get top 170 180 and then you're in a really prime position to play some 250s and 100 yeah so well pretty much he's going into this year with just having played trallies and atps in america wasn't his first tournament outside of the states yeah first atp tournament outside of the states so in terms of defending points like not much to defend nothing to lose no what is he ranked now Anyone He's got to be top fifty. 80? It's not something we would know. No, it's, <laughs> it's not something we would know. I would put him in. I would put him at fifty. Um, I'll look it up. We're going to go around the table as well and take our picks on where he'll finish at the end of the year. Wow. Because we've had a few good predictions last year. I Thank think you. one of them. One of them being Alcaraz. We didn't tip him to be number one. Um, so top six. Yeah, producer Frey, you tipped Felix. I think to climb the ranks, and he did. Yeah. I think he's about like six in the world at the moment. We also tipped, 
What else did we tip? That's Couldn't tell you. That's about it. But yeah, Ben Shelton, what's he ranked? Yeah. 41. 41? <laughs> yeah. Is that true? Yeah, oh, we quarter final, AO. We said quarter as well was going to Oh, Sebastian quarter. Yeah, we yeah, were, yeah. We were right. He's coming, he's coming, yeah. Next gen. He's playing really he's good playing tennis. Great tennis. Top, he'd be top 20 right now, too. 41 in the world. Ben Shelton, he's what, 19 or 20? Yeah. In the quarters, he was ranked 89. There you go. When he played Tommy Paul. Right. So he's got to 89 in the world just playing in America. And then? Double, halved his ranking halved. with one result outside. So imagine what... I'm, I'm calling top 10 by June. Oh, jeez. I'm calling top 10 by June. I'm going to challenge you. You're going to up me? I reckon he's n- not going to cap 30. He's not going to break 30? I think he's a 30 to 50 player oh, right that's now. huge. This year. Yeah, that's fair. He doesn't have the international experience yet. Gee, he loved Australia, though. He loved Australia. <laughs> well, Popperin, Popperin's lost to him when Popperin just got dominated, um, unfortunately. Sorry, Pop. Uh, in he looked po- shell-shocked. Yeah, shell-shocked. In Popperin's post-match press conference, he was a bit, like, bamboozled. He was. And literally said to the cameras, if Ben Shelton's not in the top 10 by June, I don't know what's, what's happening. <laughs> to be fair, I mean... That's not the fairest test because, like, he did just get romped by him. So, he'd like him to be in the top 10. So, it makes sense. Yeah, I think you know? so. I don't think, like, he, it was like Poprin wasn't disappointed with his performance, but just amazed about it. Just couldn't do anything just about couldn't it. couldn't do anything. He couldn't. That was, a, that was some of the best tennis From seen. a person that relies on, like, his massive hitting, he just got out hit by... Yeah. And he looked, he was, he looked <laughs> yeah. shocked. Um, so. Shelton's average first serve speed. I think I saw this the other day. It was, like, 210. Yeah. That's so crazy. Average... <laughs> He was into the 220s, right? Two thir- yeah, 230, I think. Yeah, I think he got the biggest serve of the tournament. I like think 230. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's big stuff from... And, being, and the lefty. Yeah. Everyone hates playing lefties. Yeah. Mm. Hates... I hate playing lefty. I don't know about you, Producer Frey, but I hate playing lefty. I... Don't say you love it. Don't. Classic. <laughs> I don't love it, but sometimes I think it's predictable because they all play the same. They all try to play like Rafa? Like, it's, it's harder to play against them than it is to play against righties. Mm. But every lefty plays the same. Well, the, re- the lefties really get me because my I like to go to my backhand side. So I usually try and play forehand line mm. to try and get into a backhand, backhand exchange <laughs> so I can swing on the backhand. <laughs> so You're backing your wani that much. <laughs> so plan A for me Not is... Not meaning to be surprised, no. just checking... Plan A for me is like floating a forehand up the line into a lefty forehand and then backing myself to... Yeah, pretty much getting crunched across <laughs> courts. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't like lefties. Mm. I've got no plan B either, so... Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Who else did you like in the tournament? Um, another American, mm. which you just mentioned before, Tommy Paul. GP. Yeah. Uh, someone that's kind of been around for a little bit, but not he's really... 25. Yeah, he's kind of been floating for the, like the last few years. He's one of those. Pl- he's like one of those silent, like quiet, silent sneaky, assassin. Like they're mm. there. Yeah. He's always there. He's in every tournament. And a crafty game. Top really good to watch. Yeah. yeah, got the slice game. Can volley. Can move well. Can hustle. Hits big. What is he ranked? Tommy Paul would be ranked inside the top thirty now. Nineteen. Whoa. Top twenty. Top twenty. Wow. Um. So if you list off the Americans. Gee, it's, they're doing well it's at actually, the moment. It's hard. I looked at the draw the other week. It's a long list. Well, it's I a long, long list of Americans in the top 
top 100. I was going to say that we, as of today, have six men inside the top 100. Aussies? Yep. That's fantastic. Can I guess them? Yeah, yep. can we? <laughs> Go on. Uh, Demon. Demon. One. Yep. Well, he's second. Girios would still be. Yep. He, Demon's second. Behind Kiggs. Behind Kiggs. Popperin would be. Yep. Tanasi? Nope. Milmania? The Milkman. Who is that? John Milman. Mil- oh, Mil- Milmania. I thought you said Will Mania. <laughs> I was like, who's Will? Who's William? My brain is running a mile no, a minute right now. He's also outside the hundred. He's outside. Jason Kubler. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, career high. Where's Rinky at? Just outside. outside One sixteen. Jordan Thompson. Tomo. And um, one more. Who are we forgetting? The other cock. Coc. Oh, Chris O'Connell. O'Connell. <laughs> 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 so, Mate. six in the top 100, but with a lot floating from 100 to 200. Rinky, yeah, Rinky yeah. one of them. We've got... Rinky will rise, another, I reckon. Well, inside the top 150. Rinky will rise. That's a good article Ducks, headline. Milman, Kokonakis, <laughs> and then inside the top 200, also Vukic and Purcell. It's pretty hot. Yeah, strong. It's pretty hot. I wonder how many... I'm going to guess there'd be 10 Americans. I'm gonna go more in the top in the top in the top hundred. There's okay. Just to, I'll put this into perspective. <laughs> there's ten Americans in the top fifty. There's ten. Ten Americans in the, in the top, top fifty. Fifty. So I'm going. There must be twenty in the top hundred, or fifteen. Golly, seventeen. This is such a bad 22. game for people to listen to. Fifteen. <laughs> <Yeah. 15, laughs> and then Christian Eubanks is one hundred and two. Okay, so, so that's pretty red hot. 16. That's pretty good for America. 100. Good yeah. for them. Yeah. Still, that's that that makes that makes us look strong. They've got that many more people. They'd have way more than three times the population. Yeah, I think we're doing. And we're, lot, we're you doing know, pretty yeah. well. A lot of people were like worried about you know with Barty going and all their like older Aussies like retiring like oh what's going to happen to tennis in Australia and are we going to have like we're, we're strong still. Mm. Like that's a strong Davis Cup team. That's a strong. United Cup team. And that was yeah. only the men's. Like, we've got two women inside the top 100. Yeah. Inside the top 200. There's a strong crop. Women. Yeah. In the, like, 100, like, 200. We we're going very well. At, inside the top 300, there's... And, um, yeah, supposedly a good uh, junior crop of boys and girls coming through, too. Oh, really? Yeah. You wouldn't know? I wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, lastly, with the tennis, pretty big for Aussies. Yeah. I feel like this year was... It was more littered with Aussies than in previous years there for some reason. There are a lot of little runs. Especially in the doubles. Lots in the doubles. It felt like it. Although it last year <laughs> it we It felt had like a, it was just a, a, an Australian doubles tournament. Well, we had men's doubles final last year. AO. Yeah. Just Aussie against Aussies. Uh, yeah. For, then, yeah, true. And we had a win in the mixed doubles. Oh, finalist. Foolis oh, yeah, and Kubler. Foolis, mm. yeah. And then this year, obviously, Rinky and Kubes as wild cards. Do you think they just focus on more on a doubles career now too? <laughs> like, <laughs> you reckon? Well, both singles players. Yeah. Obviously, Rinky fresh onto the scene. Coob's kind of... Rinky was at college, right? Rinky was at college, not for long. Probably like okay. half a year. Very, oh, okay. Very short stint. But he'd be playing a lot of doubles while he's Heaps there. Heaps of doubles. Yeah. Mm. Plus, they were both just firing. Yeah, they were. But one thing I have noticed with the Aussies winning doubles, it's not traditional doubles. No. It's a lot of big hitting from the baseline, a lot of n- non-serve volleying. 
a lot of non-second serve serve volleying. We want to get into a baseline rally. Baseline just, exchange. Just swing. Mm. And it kind of makes sense for a singles player to do that. Well, of course. without saying any names of players, there was a conversation with... I'm going to try to guess the names for sure. ...very high-ranked male doubles player. Brian Brothers. And they were saying... No, current. Current, okay. And they were saying that one of the most daunting doubles matches they've had to play in the last couple of months was actually playing against Tsitsipas. Really? Right. Like, I'm top, very high double player. Yeah. And this is Goss. And I'm, like, I'm, I'm looking at <laughs> a much nice. better tennis player than me on the other side of the court. True. So, like, but but you're the doubles player. You should be able to well, win that, but you're, it's, it's intimidating because you're looking at a top... Top in the world, five in the world, play on the planet, right? Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, that's fair. But I would have thought that the doubles player, whoever it may be, <laughs> <I'm taking> the, <laughs> was it Rinky? Was it Peasy? <laughs> Don Pierce? No. Oh, damn. Um, higher. Oh, Peasy's <laughs> <laughs> top ten, mate. Um, I would have thought that the, ju- the doubles player would back themselves against the top in the doubles arena. In the doubles you, arena, mm. you'd think so, but it's mm. just that. You see that, that it would be intimidating. Intimidation, because you're like, I'm looking at someone that is better at tennis than me. And way better. Like, if they were put head-to-head... Oh, I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> On a singles court, it's it's game, yeah. set, match. Maybe doubles um, tactically not as good, but serve, ground stroke, volley. Maybe not volleys, but yeah. serve, ground strokes and general court presence, mm. you're not as good. And Yeah, I think that's why the special Ks... I hate saying that. The special Ks. <laughs> you don't like that nickname? <laughs> or you don't it's like the right. run? Kellogg's. Oh, no, I love the run. I just okay. don't like the nicknames that they're getting appointed. Yeah, but better than Kinky. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> I think Coobs said he liked that one. If Coobs likes it, we're going to run with it. I don't know. That just sunk in. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like last year's wins from the Special Ks and then this year from Kinky, four uh, on-song singles players yeah. just hitting spots and getting around the atmosphere. So pretty, pretty unreal. Um, the mixed doubles... Was littered with the Aussies. Yeah, that was everywhere. Uh, everywhere. Was it a quarter to get into the semi, or was it before that? Two, there was two pairs, and then two, they were playing. I can't remember. It was like yeah, Kim so and Rinky played. Guaranteed Aussies into the semis. Coobs and Maddie. Yeah, that's they, right. They played um, Gideki and, and that, that's yeah. right. And the winner of that played Coobs in English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, come on. So a pretty good run from the Aussies. Um, a lot of little singles runs too. It was fun. It was great. It was fun. Like it was fun. Second rounds, yeah. third rounds. It was fun for Aussie tennis. Yeah. Um, Did you have fun down there? It was great. What was your highlight from Melbourne? Seeing producer Frey. What was your highlight? So you got to say... <laughs> the food? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, the food is pretty good. The food's good. Sorry, I take that back. The food, number one. <laughs> the company. The company. Um, yeah. The atmosphere. Not specifically, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> specifically. <laughs> Dog. Um, Thank you. I would say... Champagne tent? Champagne tent's hard to get into, man. Really? And then you get into it, and then you sit down, and then you look at the price of the glass of champagne, and you go, no, thank you. <laughs> Have a guess. One glass of champers. What, what, what sort of bottle are we dealing Moe. with? Moe. French. Moe. I think... Moe it. Um, I'm guessing it's not, like, super expensive, but, you know... I think it's, like, an $80, $90 bottle. Cheap as 60 Okay, that checks out. <laughs> the price of the glasses, then. How much are you talking? 17 bucks. 30. Whoa! No. Yeah, Yeah, so I said goodbye very quickly to the champagne tent. It looked very nice, though. (laughs) I bet it did. It looked very nice, which is why it got me. Um, But otherwise, 
I don't know, highlight of the Australian Open. It's just a great, great, great time. Just the vibes. Just a, oh. so much for not just the players, but like the spectators. There's so much opportunity for free court. Like if you've got a ground pass, yeah. you've got access to 20 courts, and including show courts. And Oh, it's unreal. Yeah. Um, and even better when the Aussies are doing well. There's some something just something happens. Yeah, there's like an energy. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> almost getting g'd up talking about yeah. it. Come on, 2024, let's go. <laughs> like when you when you put an Aussie, even if it's on an outdoor show court, instead of putting them on Margaret Court Arena or John Kane or in the big one, mm. like the just the atmosphere and the people flooding in almost makes that like Kia Arena. Yeah, the end like of at the end of Kim's match coming into the third set, people were just streaming in. Unbelievable! Oh, top so three, intimate. top three arenas, Melbourne Park. Say so intimate. <laughs> yeah, it is because it's not it's not a big it it's not a big. It's like arena. going to a gig, intimate gig. The space between the sides of the court and the front row. Yeah, is this close. is he's he's true though. John Kane, great arena, the People's Arena. Though it has a big but gap, right? It has a big gap, so it's, yeah. I feel it, weird it's, about that. It's in terms of seating, it's like a rectangle. So if you get put in the corner. You're getting an obstructive view, uh, whereas Kia Arena is this full dome. It goes around. So wherever you're sitting, you're not missing anything. No. So, and it kind of it's like a cauldron. It just like encapsulates. What would your like top three arenas be? Kia Arena number one. I've never been to Rod Laver actually. So, <laughs> I think I've been to Rod Laver. Pretty sure. I mean, does, it's I, it, pretty special for. Melbourne, mm. but if you go to some of the other slams, like you walk into Arthur Ashe Stadium, it's five times the size, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, we got little, we've got a little space here. Yeah, well, I guess that might maybe into like Rod Laver's favour because it's not too big; you can kind of sit anywhere and still mm. get a pretty good view. Rod Laver can get rocking too. Oh yeah, absolutely. If a, if it, if if a match starts to look like it's gonna go late, late, mm. the crowd almost starts to feel like they're like going to church like they're they're ready to go to oh, the they're altar ready. they're yeah. like take me to 3 eight. like i'm please like, the, light, the later the better like, let's go <laughs> they start to like lift lift so. um that was like andy murray and the kokonakis yeah. that was still a full house yeah you could fit yeah people want you could feel them just wanting it yeah. like they're like let's go <laughs> give me five they got four sets done and everyone was like yeah trying to get the cock over the line so unfortunately couldn't do it i was i, w- I went to bed at twelve thirty, full of hope and dreams <laughs> Uh, two sets and a breakup. Yeah. <laughs> two sets and five two. Five two, rough. Oh. I was I was oh, like anyway. I was just like, oh I had the best sleep and I woke up and, and Ken, Ken just had to break the bad news to me. It's oh. like, so cock lost. Cock lost. <laughs> God damn it. In a soft, gentle voice for you. Um so I I would say a successful AO campaign. Absolutely. Yeah. It is every year. <laughs> it gets better and better. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they can up themselves for next year, to be honest. What do you reckon? What can they do better? More food stalls. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what kind of food? Dagwood dogs? Everything. Uh, I'd like to see more Mexican. Ooh. Like a taco truck. Yeah. That'd be fun. Litter a few taco trucks around. And like bao buns somewhere. Yeah, just some, yeah. That's a great like that's really a great quick tray small. food. But also litter them around certain you know, yeah. that was yeah. That was my that'd be my only suggestion. What about potato slinkies? What do you guys God, think about potato slinkies? That'd be red that hot. Be Top three type of potato? Slinky. Vodka. Oh. <laughs> Don't come at me with that. <laughs> potato slinky. Potato gem. Hash brown. Thick cut beer batter chip. Wow. Wow. No room for mash? No. Nah. Mash number four. Very close though. Mm. Jacket? 
Nah, that's low. Roasts? Low. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> They're all good. It really depends on the day. Yeah, if you had to ask me yesterday on, or, or on a cold day, I would say mash. In the middle of winter, I would put mash in my top three for sure. Get some mm. gravy on that, Joe. Yeah, 100% Ooh. with a few bangers. I just reckon Ooh. you have to have hashies. <laughs> oh, they just like get... Hash browns <laughs> and... You know when you get someone that's like really into their cooking and they get those little potatoes and they smash them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they cook them like that, butter. Jobbins does that. Oh, does he? Yeah, very well that's too. That's next level. Jobbins is a bit of a bit of a chef. Yeah, low-key one. A bit of a low-key chef mm. with his pizza rock, whatever it's called. <laughs> pizza, oh, stone. pizza stone. <laughs> yeah. He could probably use that to smash the mini potatoes. He might. Oh, potentially. He probably does. just crisps? He probably just big dogs them. We went to lunch yesterday and he, he shouted us lunch like a... Like a nice dad does. Yeah, yeah. And he Thank just you. like cracked into his ginger beer with ease and poor old Jack's on the other side. Like, Yeah, he's got dad strength. <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Making me feel small down at the end of the table. Anyway. Um, moving on from tennis. We could we could go on with tennis all, all day. Yeah, we said we won't. Start of the season. That much. Um, we've just copped a pretty brutal loss to India in the test match in cricket. Would you say brutal or would you say expected? It's, it's a reality check. It is real after coming through a bit. I think there was a lot of... I read a bunch of articles that were saying, you know, Final Frontier, this is... I think we're a good chance. First time since 2004 to pick up a series win. Like, the the team's experience, they've been... A lot of them have been there before. They've figured it out. They're calm. They've got, they're happy with their coach. I read so much content and wasted my time. <laughs> <laughs> Just G'd up. Yeah, I, was, rumble. I was ready to go. Do you reckon Travis Head would have made a difference? I don't know, man. It didn't look like anyone could make runs. I do think he should have been given the first look. Do you um, reckon the boys I think that's unfair. were more in holiday mode? <laughs> Relaxed. I have definitely you, felt like they're in holiday. I don't know. I have no information or no Have you watched sources? the test too? I have not. Oh, man. Oh, they've got games galore. Games galore. So I do reckon they travel to India and they're having a time. <laughs> they're not I locked know, in. Man. You know? They just look like they couldn't. When we were bowling... By and large, India looked like it was it was easy, and then when we were batting, it just it didn't seem like anyone could possibly survive. I don't <laughs> I don't know how you do it. Like some of the balls just rip, and some just slide on and don't turn. What do you play for? Like the boys just kept getting out. <laughs> Uzi got out because one ripped, and then the next couple just like slid on and thumped into people's pads. But then, what's the Indians' mindset then? I don't how know. I don't play? understand the secret. How do they do it? <laughs> what's the secret sauce? Because they're just, they're comfy. I think it's just like, you know you know what it reminds me of? When, at this summer, when South Africa arrived, they were the second ranked test team. Coming to Australia. Coming to Australia. And Behind Australia. Australia. And then like two days into the first test, we were like, these guys. This these guys suck. <laughs> What's the go here? <laughs> Number two in the world? <laughs> if, and it feels a lot like that now. Because now I'm... Cause Remember, I'm looking oh, at them. As in, I'm like, like, we're now South Africa going into Australia. Everything you say, it's the same rhetoric. It's like, oh, their tail doesn't make any runs. Same rhetoric with ours now. Like the Indian yeah. tail got heaps of runs. Yeah, we we pat ourselves on the back when we're winning. We're like, our tail always gets runs. <laughs> Not in India. Not in India. <laughs> no. Like we're just. I'm just looking around the team. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know anymore. It, I'm rocked. It does raise a good question because we looked so so comfortable at home. Yeah. Across all states. Yeah. And we go to foreign soil, and we really struggle. I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing it differently, and they're doing it better than us. So, did you see the pitch scandals? Oh yeah, designed for left-hand bowlers. 
No. They were like watering and rolling only certain sections. <laughs> <laughs> How many lefties do the Indians have? Not as many as us. If I think that's possibly why they went for Hanscom as well. Because otherwise we would have been Uzi, Davey, Head, Renshaw. Left Carey. Yeah. Five of the top seven. Yeah. So I think they kind of wanted another righty. But I think maybe Head should have got the go over uh, Renshaw. Is it a three-match three match series? I think it's four. Predictions? Four love. <laughs> Surely a draw. I'm going to say, yeah, three, three love. Weather, weather permitting. <laughs> it's not going to rain. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say we'll scrape a draw somehow. Three love, three love. Yeah, three losses, one draw. Yeah, we'll take that. Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, that's pretty much it. Well, that's it. Otherwise, we're, we're a bit in the doldrums of yeah. of the sporting calendar year. The um, yeah, coming off, coming off the Australian Open, bit of a lull. It's like mid mid season or coming to the end of the season of the BBL. Finished. Finished now, but there's a bit of a you know before the NRL season no kicks footy. off. Formula One hasn't started. Bit of a lull in sport. What else do I watch? It's, it's Breakpoint, though. Breakpoint, Breakpoint series. to watch. Out of 10? If I didn't know and live tennis, probably like a good 8 or 9. But I think because you know tennis... Yeah, it, it, I agree. Yeah. Yep. And it Doesn't makes me wonder if I already was a diehard F1 fan, if I still would have been that invested in Drive to Survive. See, I don't yeah. think so. I was drawn to Formula 1 from the series and learning yeah. the intricacies of the drivers and the, mm. and the teams and whatnot. So and Then once I started watching it, like watching actual F1, and then they brought out Season 2, I was like, uh, like some of these things are... I feel, mm. as, yeah, I feel as though the Breakpoint Netflix series is... F- targeted specifically to all those like Australian Open attendees that G up for the two weeks. Yeah. And like see, there's there's yeah. also tennis the whole year. Yeah, exactly. It's a little, it's a little yes. secret for everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I read a first serve article uh, a couple of days ago actually about how everyone neglects the rest of the year. <laughs> well, I'm, a, I'm a culprit. <laughs> yeah. Lock me up. And and, and they were and they were raving about the Breakpoint uh, is it Breakpoint? Breakpoint series yeah. about potentially getting traction on those fans and, and yeah. letting them ride for the other three majors. So it could happen. Yeah. Definitely. They've, they've, less, they've left us on a little cliffhanger though for um, Rafa's, Rafa's mm-hmm. um, s- series. I haven't, I honestly haven't watched it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for the golf one though. Golf one, similar vibe. But I'm still disappointed they didn't just call all three of them Drive to Survive. Seriously. Drive Volley to Survive Tennis. <laughs> a bit more niche. Right. <laughs> Driver to Golf survive. makes sense. Golf makes sense. You start off with a, I guess, a drive. Some people call that a tee. swing volley. A swing volley? Yeah. What do they call it in America and Canada? A drive volley yeah. or a swing volley? What drive. do they call swing volley? Uh, maybe I dreamt it up. I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. That's makes more sense than a drive volley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you um, know what's depressing? No. no. If you go back, because I didn't watch Drive to Survive for years and years and years. I started watching it last year. The first episode is all... Season one. Season one is all, like, this year could be the year. I think it's now or never for Danny, Danny, Danny Rick, Rick for a world oh, champ. No. Like, they're, they're doing heaps of interviews about he's it. He's still with Red Bull at the time, right? He's still with Red Bull and he's yeah. the guy. Yeah, he's the guy. And then as it goes on, it starts... Because Max has only just come onto the scene. I think, like, season two, Yeah, they have the real big tension. And it's just like, and oh, And then the year man. after... He got. He went to Renault. Yeah, he got dropped to Renault. 
yeah. I think. And then it was like, oh, I got a couple win- a couple podiums with Renault. It's yeah. not going well. And then now, and then with McLaren. Even worse. Got a win. Got a, got a true. win. True. Their first, his, McLaren's it, first F1 win. Yeah. Only F1 win. Is that true? Yeah. I thought they have heaps of historical ones. Oh, they do actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe it's like first in a while. First in a while. Because um, isn't wasn't Senna driving Senna with McLaren? For them. Well, yeah. They, that's didn't why Hamilton back like, in the day. How did they drop him? Mm. How did they drop him? He's done the best out of any McLaren driver in the last like thirty years. Yeah, that's true. I guess. Mm. But he but he also had a lot of out of the points finishes. Yeah. He wasn't consistent. That was the car kept breaking. He didn't he didn't like the car, did he? No, 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 no. And then the I guess even if well. it worked, he didn't like the style. Mm. I guess McLaren were thirsty for like a young up and comer. Piastri. Piastri, and it is Piastri. I used to say, pi- pi- what did I say? Pistari. Oscar yeah, Pistari. Oscar, <laughs> Oscar Pistorius. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed Piastri from him mm. himself. So, um, yeah, Danny Rick. Not on the podium this year. It was actually sad to see. I followed Danny Rick's um, SNC and fitness trainer on Instagram. That's so niche. Yeah, he's great. He's a good follow. Michael something. Michael. He's got an Italian last name of some sort. Piastri. Um, <laughs> and super sad, obviously, because he's not on he's not in the grid anymore. So mm. I only recently found out this morning, just flicking through Instagram, when Michael's post popped up, and he's now working with Yuki Sonoda. Oh. Yeah. So still, so his fitness trainer's still on the Formula One grid. Good for him. Great for him. Um, I thought Danny Rick would still need training. He's still driving. Maybe he's working with both. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. He's must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, must be very. Um, other sporting news. Um, the Volk. Oh yeah, the Volks today. The Volks fighting Depends tonight. Depends how how quick we get this bad boy out. For the first um, Australian UFC potential double double champ, champ champ. No, double double. That's quad. Double double. Double champ. Double double division champ. Double division champ. There we I don't go. know what they call it. <laughs> Well, he's fighting in lightweight now, I believe. Yeah. My champ. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Two times world champion at once. <laughs> cool. The aggregate. <laughs> yeah. I've got so little knowledge, so I don't. Yeah, so we yet really to see that result, but um. Dribble my way into that one with confidence. That's pretty much it. All Stars was on yesterday. Rugby league is yeah. coming back in. It's coming back. They're doing a few trials. You When's know the what? first match? Start of March. Morocco beat France in the soccer. <laughs> What's on in the soccer? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is that a World Cup result? Yeah, I just saw... I saw November? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, well, we're pretty late to <laughs> I'm yeah. just scraping my mind because there's just really small tennis tournaments that I'm... Yeah. On it's, right I'm telling you, it's, it's the doldrums you in know, Feb. You know what G's me up, though? Like, more than the sport itself and when it's coming into season. So, for the tennis, it's, it's commentary, right? So, for the tennis, it's Jim Courier. Yeah. You know, love listening to Jim Courier. Robbie? Robbie's great, Mr. ATP. For the rug for the rugby league, just watching the highlights before of the uh, All Stars game, Andrew Johns. How Joey's voice? Joey's Joey and obviously Brad Fitt will be in yeah. soon, but <laughs> he can't wait. Oh, for Freddie in the eighth. Bring back Bracey. Oh, I can't wait. Um, I saw Bracey in, in the person? flesh. Yeah. How did he look? Fantastic. Did you know? So James Bracey, the Channel Nine, uh, what would you call it? A sports anchor. Yeah, because he's across. I mean, he was across, he was he was anchoring I the think tennis. He's just now Channel Nine Sport. Yeah, when he had full suit on, right? Usually, I've seen right. some anchors uh, go shorts or like boardies. Yeah, just like fresh top boardies. He had full suit, kind of like scrunched up, rolled up, long pants, mm. barefoot. Oh, 
<laughs> I'm an animal. Yeah. It was pretty hot though. It's not going to cool you down that much. I don't know. If you've got, Maybe. A, if you've got a fan on your toes, <laughs> you're right. Maybe he's got sweat pouring from the feet. So you never know. My feet do get pretty sweaty. Yeah. Especially my Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> a little fact for you. That's disgusting. Disgusting, um, mate. That's just life. Any other thoughts, queries, concerns, excitement? Anything we're lo- looking forward to? <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> Let's go. That's We've got a visitor. <laughs> come, come over here. Say the first thing that comes to your mind. Beers. Oh, jeez. Oh. Oh. Top, sport. top, top three sports to watch whilst drinking a beer. Cricket. <laughs> number Easy. Easy number one. Come on. Footy. Can I? What's your favourite February sport thing? Because we're in the doldrums. There's nothing on. NBA always. Oh, yeah, true. That's fair. NBA is on. All-star game's upcoming. In terms of beer drinking, I'm going to go cricket, rugby league. Smart. Gee, I don't know the third one. I'm doing tennis. It's got to be tennis, gent. Yeah. Tennis for a beer? Yeah, definitely. I got too nervous. Just January, though. The rest of the year? Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, well, the thing is with with rugby league and that is that it's every weekend for like however many months, four months, Mm -hmm. five months. Ish. So that's every Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, potentially, that you can sit down and have a nice cold one whilst watching. Live. Responsibly. Or Responsibly. <laughs> okay. Live, definitely. <laughs> like, you can't go to the cricket or the footy without a beer. Definitely not. But if you're sitting at home, footy, you're grabbing a beer. Have you guys, other sports have you guys ever been to a live sporting game and not had a beer? Yes. Have you? Yes. I went to... Oh, no. Tell <laughs> <laughs> It's impossible. <laughs> I, ha- I just had... I, I only had, like, two. Did someone show? <laughs> this is pretty much zero. <laughs> like, could still drive home. <laughs> um, no, I went with TC to the Bronx Sharks game. Did you go into year. the game? We just had, like, a, just a viewing experience. So it was one of those games where you went into thinking that you're not going to drink, but then half hour in, the boys come in with a tray of beers. I'm not sure. No, I think TC had to drive. I think we had a beer at home. Maybe I had two at home. You know what? <laughs> I it, it, it wasn't zero. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question, no. <laughs> um, I guess that wraps us up for our first episode back. My brain's going a mile a minute. There's too much going on. We actually did have one episode back, like a little like Yeah, we teaser, made it come back. Like a teaser episode in what? New Year? Before the news, December. Yeah, it was December. It was like mid-ish December. Literally titled, "We're back," and we said we'll be back next week. <laughs> By week, we meant we meant year. <laughs> Sometime next year. Classic, yeah, classic, classic New classic Year's gag. <laughs> Look at us. I said to you before, we're going to try pump out one a week. That's always the goal. <laughs> you've you've got the editing time. <laughs> Just I do now. Yeah. New role. Um. All right. Thanks, boys, for. Uh, the first yarn of sport for 2023. I've never said that before, 2023. Out loud. And, um, Sucks, eh? Year of MJ. Yeah. <laughs> year of the... Was it the year of the rat? It's the rabbit. The rabbit. Sorry. I got my <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> was last year the rat? Possibly. Yeah. What year were you... I've done this before. We're, we're born, born in the, the same, same year. year. <laughs> <laughs> Always ask people that. Anyway... Um, Should we yeah. make our mics kiss and then call it a day? Okay, cheers. Thanks for thanks, boys. Thanks for that. That was lovely. Bye. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs>
Imagine hearing that on the, the on the on the microphone. 